0: This is a Main Hustle Media podcast.
1: Podcast about blurred shit and blackness from a couple of blurds. This is your boy, blurred vision, aka just vision. You know, (laughs) that's your girl.
0: (laughs) I mean, I
1: I, I can't change it. I mean, I'm trying to be like you know, end game specific, but you know, it's yeah.
0: And this is your girl, mixed girl Maine, aka. I'll be—I'll just be the Black Widow. I don't even have to add a mane to it like I normally do. I'll just be the Black Widow today because I'm about to kill fools. I had a terrible day at work. But oh, we're yeah. joined by one of my favorites, and I'm going to go fully stand out because we're bringing him back, Brandon from the Why So Serious and the Comic Books History 101 podcast. And to me, in my mind, and not just because we're buddies now or whatever, like the biggest brain in comics i love the way your brain works when you talk comics brandon but thank you for coming back to the show
2: thank you for having me and i guess my name is uh brandon giant spain because there you go. i'm uh here to shoot my shot like i <laughs> yeah, uh, was doing all episode on sunday <laughs> yeah he so was i'm gonna shoot my shot on everything that we talk about up afterwards if you're gonna shoot your shot on everything <laughs> <laughs>
0: just don't get it everywhere
1: this is not (laughs) (laughs) blacked.com
0: all right so we were going to be joined this is going to be our avengers end game theories part two we were going to come back with q but q is on punishment the left-handed thanos he is in the corner right now because this fool kept he kept reading the leaks and then he would try to message me and start to drop them. And I was like, no, don't tell me any leaks. But if you can tell- continue to talk about the other theories you wanted to talk about, we could talk. Today, he finally admitted defeat and says he cannot separate the leaks from the new theories that he has. <laughs> he is so stressed out. He didn't want to ruin our friendship because um, he knew he's going to get blocked. So he just he just took the zero. <laughs> and and he's backed out. So he's so I ended up wanting to bring Brandon on board because there's a few things you talked about on your end game theories that I wanted to flesh out with you because I feel like you were un, I feel like you were outnumbered on your particular episode, Mike Hassoon and old man Wade were they were teamed up and you didn't have anybody backing you up and I'm listening going, Brandon, I agree with you
2: <laughs> It's always like that. It's always like that for me. And by the way, I'm gonna tell you how good of a friend I am. I did not go see Avengers Endgame early so that I couldn't rub it in on my friends. See?
0: See, yeah, I feel what, like you, like you, you still should have he had an yeah, opportunity.
1: I would have been fu- I'd have said fuck it.
0: I would have said fuck it. <laughs> I would have said fuck <laughs> no. it, fuck y'all. I would have sent y'all pictures of me sitting in there. I would have been like, Ha!
1: Oh ch- Yeah.
2: Guess what? Guess where I'm at. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
0: So but you said also you were still at work, right? So Yeah,
2: I end up up getting off, I probably would have missed, like, see, here's the thing, with these screeners sometimes, sometimes they show previews, and then sometimes they don't show previews, sometimes they just start the film, so if they just showed previews, I would have made the show, Mm. if they didn't show previews, I would have missed, like, the first 10 minutes, and I was like, I don't know how important that first 10 minutes is, Right. I can't miss it, and so I was like, it's it's not worth it. Yeah, that Uh,
0: got us on Aquaman, blur vision, and bean vision went in, and I was waiting for my pizza still, and he had to run out, or no, you texted me, something, something happened, you're like, like, no previews, so I was like,
2: fuck.
0: Oh, yeah, because I missed the whole stuff with Nicole Kidman, I didn't even get back in until Nicole Kidman was gone, so when she popped up, I was like, movie i know so sad which i which i know that you got into on your show a little bit but um okay so what we're gonna do today i've had a few people drop some theories that they have and i'm gonna play some of these clips here and there uh mike kasun also your co-host from why so serious dropped a couple theories and then i also got a couple from regular scott from the Take a Knee from Marvel vs. DC comic. And then I have one theory, I'll start it off with reading something that Old Man Wade sent me, your co-host on comic books history, and then we'll get into all of our stuff. (laughs) Old Man Wade's theory is, which he believes for some reason will come, will sound better coming from me than from him, even though it's his theory, is that, and I quote, "'While Nebula could be my choice "'for setting the galaxy back like in the comics, "'I have a curveball." Gamora, setting the galaxy back in order. We don't know she's dead. She could be in the Mind Stone. And since Thanos betrayed her, it would be a cool idea to have her defeat him. And then I said, she's in the Soul Stone, though. And he goes, oh, yeah, Soul Stone. My bad. That's what I meant.
1: Damn it, Wade! Mm, I mean, I think think she's still... uh,
2: Mm, I don't see
0: that. So, but like, you know... The the comic book fan of me, even though I haven't read through all of the Infinity Wars books yet, um, just a couple of them here and there. I know Nebula is ultimately responsible or part of reason why Thanos is defeated. I know she wields the Gauntlet, but MCU Nebula is not that Nebula. So. Also,
2: in the in the Infinity Gauntlet series, it's not all right. So if you actually read that series, like it's not like they. And the movie is going to be much... The ending is going to be more satisfying than in the comic books. So in the comic books, they don't, like, beat Thanos. It's like Thanos basically, like, (laughs) he, like, starts, like, heat checking, like, pulling up from half court in basketball terms, and he kind of, like, he self-checks himself and causes Mm. himself to lose. Like, his hubris and everything just, like, stops him and he stops himself and then they get the gauntlet off of him. It's not like it was this big battle, and they they all got him down. They did something, and then they were able to get the gauntlet. It was like they kind of tricked him, and he tricked, and he just fell for this dumb thing, and he fell for his own hubris, and they got the gauntlet off of him, and then that's how it happened. So it was. It was I don't think you are going to see that in the movie because that'll be really that won't be satisfying at all to a lot of people right. who been watching these movies.
0: If you are going to go the Gamora route. I think the only way to make that set like it's slightly satisfying because we see what he does to her to get the soul stone, but it would om- it would probably be bet like because she hasn't been a part of the Avengers, she's a part of the Guardians. So you kind of feel like it does ultimately to me. It has to boil down to the the original six. But mm-hmm. um, uh, and I heard on your show you were talking about how you think that it's some element of the original six all together mm-hmm. uh, in the end and i i agree with that if you're if you're gonna tease if you're gonna like start or tease us in the direction of the nebula Gamora maybe partnership in ending thanos what is satisfying and that idea is as a daughter of abuse getting the revenge on your father that would satisfy me then that way but it wouldn't ca- satisfy the comic book movie geek person you know i wouldn't i wouldn't be m c u satisfied I, <laughs> right I, I'd be like abused child satisfied
2: <laughs> <laughs> also people have all these theories about like this huge comic book fight which would be awesome with like all the characters fighting Thanos by himself or something like that mm-hmm. but like it just seems from a story perspective I don't know how they i don't know how they do that in the film world where Somehow, because in order to bring everybody back, they have to get the gauntlet off Mm -hmm. of him. And if you get the gauntlet off of him, you don't need them to fight him. Right. (laughs) Right. It's already, yeah. It's done. (laughs) You got the gauntlet.
0: All right, so this is the first interruption of the end game theories. I'm going to insert this clip here from Regular Scott from Take a Knee from Marvel vs. DC podcast. And he is going to introduce the idea of another gauntlet and then from there, I'm going to go into a different theory related to
3: gauntlets. I'm your boy, Regular Scott. I uh, am a host of Take a Knee from Marvel vs. DC. It's a podcast we release every Sunday. We talk about all this stuff, all Marvel, DC things, and a little, little bit of everything in between as well. So, I mean, I am a DC guy, but I mean, this is in this is game. This is the big one. This is, this is for all the marbles, all the chips. Everything's on the table. All right. So what I'm thinking is, you know, there's going to be time travel. That's already been confirmed and everything. So I'm, I'm thinking that they're going to hit every major battle. You know, we're going to I feel like we're going to hit New York. You know, I feel like we're going to hit a lot of the battles that had an infinity stone. You know, that would make sense because I part of what I'm thinking is and we know some of the guys on my show. have talked about it. I think they're going to try to make their own gauntlet. So they're going to try to go back in time and get the Infinity Ga- um, Stones from the different times where they got it from the different movies. Guardians of the Galaxy, Thor, Dark World, Avengers, um, Avengers Age of Ultron. So that's that's kind of that's kind of my running theory about that. I think it go. I think they just create an entirely brand new gauntlet.
0: I wanted it's to a, ask you about run. the the two gauntlet theory. Have you heard the two gauntlet theory?
3: no what is that
0: okay so that's the thing where either dr strange communicating to ant-man through the quantum realm or some uh, or dr strange communicating to the original six in the past in some way shape or form incorporating time travel uh they all individually get put on a mission to go get a stone of some sort while while um it's it's a real convoluted one so all of the avengers in the past are working on getting their own stone they're all assigned a different stone and then in the in in the real time the modern time that the movie is happening in that we're supposed to be experiencing rocket has the this is a combination of stuff that Q said and a couple of other things i heard okay so <laughs> so rocket has a return to rocket beacon on the milano and so because the the, the, the second um the little small ship was at Nevedelir, the Milano automatically goes to Nevedelir and Tony and Nebula are there. And Rocket and Thor or Rocket says, Hey, we gotta get we gotta get back to to the ship. Let's go to Neva and Thor beeps them back. And so that's how Thor and Tony get reunited. And while they're there, Tony's like, Oh, you made a gauntlet? Can you make me one? And, and so he has another gauntlet and then he, throughout this time travel thing whatever all of these all the avengers have been storing away their individual stone that they that they have had all these years with the time travel thing and so tony gets back to earth reunites with the avengers and all of them deliver a stone to him and so there is a gauntlet who knows who's going to wield it perhaps cap but it'll be duplicate stones basically like we're talking about multi-dimensional time so that both somehow thanos's gauntlet it's so convoluted thanos's gauntlet <laughs> and this other gauntlet exists at the same time but it's See, basically powered by the the effort of the six
2: but my question is thanos is in charge thanos has all of time and space In his power with the space stone the time stone Mm -hmm. so i feel like thanos would know if they were doing that like he would just he would just know like does he have
0: some kind of a vision uh but when
2: you're in charge of the space stone and the time stone you basically rule all space and time like you can you can bend space and time and see space and time so remember this is how you know you can do that because when the reason why that whole theory sets up is that based on doctor strange using the time stone to go through all the time to see how something would work out. So you can sense changes in time or you can go through time with using the time stone to see how thing, what's going to happen and what's happened in the past. And if something's changing mm-hmm. and et cetera. Um, I see the problem with that. The, the, well, so the, the person uh, thematically that would wield the gauntlet would be Captain America thematically. Mm-hmm. But and I could I can see him being the person bringing everybody back once they win, um, because you do need a strong will person to do it. Like part of the reason why Thanos was able to do what he did is because he truly believed that doing that with in the in the in the Marvel MCU universe, he truly believed that doing that is the cure to whatever evil he think is plaguing the universe. And so you right. have to have right. a strong enough will. Like you can't just like give it to any old person and just snap and they, you know, do what Thanos did. Like you had, it's based on like how strong your will is. And in the comic books, it's like that all the time as well. So not to go on a little bit of rant, but like one of my favorite storylines in comic books is Jonathan Hickman's Time Runs Out storyline. And it started with the Fantastic Four and then it went to the Avengers and New Avengers and then into Secret, Secret Wars, which is what I think the next big arc is going to be in the MCU. Mm-hmm. But uh, that series is basically... Uh, they formed the Illuminati, which is like Reed Richards, Tony, uh, Professor X, Doctor Strange, Namor, Black Panther, and uh, and then Professor X gets killed and it ends up being Beast. Uh, and then so they are like making decisions based on like you know for the whole universe in secret. And basically they find out that all all the different universes and the like all the different universes are colliding. So like two two they call it an incursion. So two universes will be colliding into each other and you have like 48 hours to either evacuate the planet and then go and go to another universe like jump to another universe and both universes die. Either you kill everybody on the other universe and then you blow up that universe and then that's done or you like destroy the universe so that doesn't happen or you destroy your own universe and go to the other one. Like you have to do your own Earth or you have to do one of those things or it it will collide and not just in earth is the colliding point so if earth right. if two earths collide the whole universes collide in those universes right mm. so the illuminati had to make decisions on like what are we going to do and so before the first thing that they came up with was why don't we get the infinity gauntlet and use that to stop this incursion from happening and so when they got all that they went on this thing this quest to get all the stones And then when they were all sitting around the table like, okay, who's going to use the Infinity Gauntlet to do this? Everyone said it had to be Captain America because he's the only person with the will strong enough to do something like this. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I think that's kind of how they play it in the movies, too, is that you're going to have to have somebody strong-willed enough to complete those things.
1: Right. I mean, he's the one that actually you would think is has the purest you know like pure of heart type of shit you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. he's doing it for all the right reasons type of thing
0: it's actually one of the things that i think is the most inconsistent about the mcu is that captain mcu captain america is worthy he should have been able to pick up mullinier he you know he he has not stepped out of his he's been the most consistent in terms of his beliefs and sticking to his guns and all that shit even learning all the new things that he learns about the universe of any character whereas like tony has a a trajectory of like learning about himself and then growing whereas cap seems to be pretty consistent across the board so mcu captain america wielding it would probably make the most sense but to me the infinity saga is more about tony
2: yes that's what i said i agree
0: so i don't know like and and trying to justify because i think even in the book is there's a time in the books he wields it right
2: yes yes it makes so does reed richards and a few other people
0: yeah a few other people so like it's Mm -hmm, a it's mm -hmm. a kind of a strange thing to to have it especially because he is basically you know he's not a powered person we just treat him like a powered person because of his because of his suit but he does have a level of intelligence that is beyond most people and so maybe that's how you think of him as powered in some way i don't know i like the idea that somebody said i think it was either on your show or yeah it must have been on your show something about all six having to touch in some way kind of like guardians
2: that was oh man wait
0: so yeah i mean i kind of like that idea just before just because of like the romanticism of the team being the thing you know I don't know, but I do think there's probably going to be some sort of, there has to be some sort of major sacrifice. All right, okay, so that's that's uh, that was the weird convoluted one, and 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 how it led to, to that type of thing. But if, for the people who don't listen to your show, what is your favorite theory or your 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 most likely what you think is your most likely theory for Endgame, Brandon?
2: Um. Well, my most likely theory is that well, one, well I have a few one I think something really bad is going to happen to Carol Danvers in the first act you've been um, sitting on that one for a while
0: you've been thinking that way for
2: a while so I'm not convinced now that she's going to die but I think something really bad is going to happen to her because she's just way too gung-ho to run up on there and take down Thanos mm-hmm. like in the beginning of the movie and I'm like that's not usually how things work um, in, in in movies and in general like the person is usually the most like, oh yeah, this is gonna be easy. I'm just gonna do this. I'm gonna do this, and then we are gonna do this. Mm-hmm. It'll never go like that. Um, and we haven't seen her that...
0: torn down yet,
2: right? And that
1: and that's kind of based on how she's just like, well, shit, you you guys lost to him before because you guys didn't have me.
2: Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's kind
1: of that's it's a little too cocky, right?
2: Yeah, that type of bravado usually don't play out in the positive way, uh, in, in the movie in the medical sense. Um, so I also think that. Um, either Tony or Cap was going to die. Um, I don't know which. but I, I, Well, here's the thing. I was, for, I was 100% sure that either one of them was going to die like two weeks ago. And now I'm more like, mm, I don't know. Uh, that's going to be interesting. Um, some people think everyone's going to die. That's definitely not going to happen. I don't like, think everybody's
0: going
2: to die. Like like everybody meaning the original six. That's definitely Yeah. Not gonna happen. They're not all going to die. Um,
0: Especially because we don't know if the Black Widow story is supposed to be an origin. She, hopefully not. She's old as fuck as at this point. Um. So yeah, it's supposed you
2: know. to be. It's supposed. To be, well, it is. It didn't say it's supposed to be the origin story, but it is supposed to take place in the past. Okay. So some story that happened before Endgame is what we know. Okay. As of this point, and then you have the Hawkeye and Kate Bishop series coming on Disney Plus. That's canon, right? And, and like, we haven't seen Kate Bishop, so.
0: Unless they I, I, find a way to introduce her in a flashback scene in Endgame with Hawkeye. Right, Right. right. which
2: I don't know if they're going to do that. So, I, And I don't think they would yada yada his relationship with Kate Bishop. Right. Like you just turn on the show and be like, oh, he's been with her the whole time. Like, mm, I don't know about that. And then right. you got Thor talking about doing another movie. Um, Thor right, said he'll he keep doing he,
0: it as long as they'll let him. He,
2: yeah, so I don't think they want to get rid of Chris Hemsworth. I think they like doing that. Honestly, so, it makes
0: sense with him because if he's fifteen hundred years old anyway, we can still allow for him to age up, and and it just be like you know, oh, this is the period of time that he ages a little bit, you know, or whatever. Yeah. He could he keep can do right. it as
2: long as they want to do movies, because mm-hmm. <laughs> eventually he becomes Odinson. Yeah, and then he'll just be an old right, dude. Right. Right. Right.
3: Right. Right.
0: Yeah, with Tony. So I, I'm still on the the idea. Like I, I don't know or believe this will happen, but this is the one I hope is happening: is that Cap, Caps goes back in time so that he can make make his date with Peggy, because that's one thing that the MCU does do is they call back and and resolve things that happened in previous movies. But so isn't
2: that going to be a little weird?
0: It's weird, but it's, the thing is, he either has to die or he has to go back in the past. He cannot stay in the modern time and not answer the call. So, if Chris Evans But do you Evans think that he'd done, go
1: back in time and do that same shit? I mean, because no, he'd go back in time and he'd be hampered with all the old shit. You can't shoot people with the lasers and all that type of shit. You know what I mean?
0: Right. But like, that's what I think about like him answering the call within his time and what that means for his time, because what they have kind of kept up with, not maybe not always, but they have kind of dropped the hints that he still doesn't get this modern time. You know, he just yeah. got his little mm-hmm. flip book so he can learn about things, but you know, at his core, He's a hundred year old dude, you know, like his, his music is different. His interests are different. And the pace of the life that he would have even coming out of World War II, if he gets to reunite with Peggy and live his life that way, you know, he, he could answer the call and he could be the hero that that time needs.
2: And it would be fine. Like I I wasn't talking about that. I think that's very possible. I was talking about the date with Peggy being weird given that he was like, you know, with her with Sharon.
0: yeah i hate that they. it's one of the biggest things that bothers me and uh, it's actually one that's going to pop up on one did i put it in the clips i don't know if i cut it out for the clips for that i have with mike but mike and i did talk about this and he mentioned sharon and i was like number one ew um i wish we didn't have to do that we'd never had to see cap with another partner you know like this isn't about. I mean, and Blur Vision will tell you, like every time there's like romance and love in a comic book movie, I'm like, ew. Um, yeah. It's like it was not what I'm here for. So, like, they never had to show him partnered up again. Like, even with uh Black Widow's relentless, like, you should date type of thing or whatever. And um...
2: I actually think they're going to get together in this film.
0: See, I'm okay they're if that happens. They're I are always, said before, they're
2: always together. Yeah,
0: I'm okay if that happens, but again, you got the Peggy thing that is stupid, and then you tease you tease a relationship with the Hulk and then you take it away and then they have this awkward thing together, and yeah, a lot of time has passed, and you can assume that there's like it didn't work out, I'm moving on. Me and me and Cap have been through a lot together, you know, whatever. Because they just for like they just erased Betty. Um, you know, like when we get the, when we get the, when we get Mark Ruffalo, they just erase her. So I'm fine if it goes that way. Oh,
2: yeah.
0: Right? Yeah. She's a part of the world because her dad is, is homeboy, the general, the colonel guy. Like, um, so yeah, they just, it's fine if they go that route and. And, you know, that it makes sense because sometimes people get involved in relationships because of a tragedy that joined them together. And Cap and Widow have been together through it, you know, through all of it. So I wouldn't I wouldn't hate that.
2: Um, well, see, I'm not a comic book cast. I mean, movie has to be comic book or everything has to come from the books. guy. But there is an interesting thing that I think would be interesting. If they wanted to play it this way is so and one uh, another one of my favorite sagas is the secret Empire thing, which is mm-hmm. they're basically like they, <laughs> they turned Captain America That's they turned like an they had an alternate version Hydrate. of Steve Rogers, and he basically became trump and uh, was, well, this is recently it's it's like really good um uh, but the reason why that all happened was so at one point the red skull was working on the cosmic cube
4: mm-hmm. and,
2: and they manifested the cosmic cube into like Uh, A persona called Cubic, which is like a little girl. So it was like this little girl that was walking around, but she was the embodiment of the Cosmic Cube. So she had all all the powers of the Cosmic Cube, but she was the mind of like a Mm. six-year-old. She was doing all types of shit. So uh, before that, they had this fight and Captain America basically got all the super soldier serum sucked out of him. And so he instantly aged. And so he aged up to like like a 60, 70-year-old man. And so that's when he gave the shield to Sam Wilson, and Sam Wilson became Captain America. And so that's how that happened in the comic book. So if he plans on passing the mantle to Sam or Bucky or something like that, they could do a thing where, like, something happens, and his super soldier serum comes out of him, and that, you know, ages him up. And so that way, if you want to bring him back, you could just do a thing where, like, you know, somebody does something, and it makes him young again. Or yeah. if he's old, then he can just go on and live his life in the sunset. You don't have to think about him.
0: Yeah, okay. That I, I never thought about him aging up in the modern time. If that happens, I would be okay with that too. And if, if we view that as one of the sacrifices, which I think you alluded to on your show, like everybody has to have a significant sacrifice, and that could be a sacrifice for him. But it kind of wouldn't because I think he wants to just like go back to his time or be an old man or something. I don't know. But yeah, that would be. I would be okay with that. He either you know has I heard to...
2: somebody say today. Somebody. I heard somebody say that Tony dies because in order for the Soulstone to bring people back, you have to like give up what you love most. Yeah. And that they have Pepper give him up.
0: Why would Pepper giving Why him up do anything?
2: Give anything?
1: I don't give a shit. I
0: don't give a fuck about Pepper
2: she's in the film
0: I know she's in the film but why yeah, would yeah. her being the one to be like yes Tony I give you I sacrifice you to the soul that, stone uh, yeah
1: that has no gra- grab
2: they're saying they're, basically the theory was Tony was, was had the soul stone and the thing he loves most is Pepper and he don't want to give Pepper up he don't want to take Pepper away so he tells Pepper to give me up and so that they can bring everybody back
4: I just don't uh... see it.
2: I don't see how that even goes with all that other stuff. That's right. That's what somebody you was know I mean? saying today. To get I, work.
0: I would be real disappointed if the Russos let that happen, honestly. I like I I think preferably to me, Tony gets to stay old man Stark so that he can be either an administrative at role within the Avengers or Shield, whatever it ends up being going forward. And um and you know, like the CTO or something like that, as and then he can become old man Tony eventually, or old man Stark eventually. Um, I'd rather that than him dying. But if this isn't, if this is closing out an infinite, uh, the Infinity Saga as 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 created through Tony's world, basically, then it would make sense for him to be the major sacrifice.
1: Right, he's Um, like the bookend, you're talking about? Like, because he started... Yeah, because he
0: started and he could end it. And what I would like it to be is something, and this is something Mike alludes to, which I'll play that clip, uh, is is something like either he lays himself down and he says to to Cap, like, it's okay, you know, whatever, this is my journey, this is... And he sacrifices himself or... He lets Cap think Cap's gonna be able to do it, but then he's like, Psyche Mind, Booty Shine, and he ends up sacrificing himself. <laughs> and Cap is just like, fuck, now nah, I'm still here. <laughs> you know? Like, it could be one of those. All right, so this is kind of jumping off the back of what we just talked about, but I'm gonna insert a clip here from Mike Hassoon, who is Brandon's co host on Why So Serious, about his idea of who's going to be the major sacrifice. So if Tony does have to die though, let's talk about this for a second. If Tony has to die as the flagship character basically, the person who starts it all, how does he die that honors who he is in the in the MCU and allows us as audience members to be satisfied that he did everything he did, and didn't technically have to sacrifice. You know, like a good death, like a warrior's death that we that we can walk away from and not mourn necessarily, but understand this was the right death for him. What's that Tony,
4: for me? Tony has been struggling since the ending of Avengers 1 with... Well, not even the ending. Like, with his role on the team, like, like am I the guy that laid my life down on the wire for the, the you know, the teammate... Or am I not? And he, you know, we had that nightmare sequence in Avengers two, and he had super anxiety in Avengers and uh, Iron Man three, and he is just trying to deal with. So obviously, it's got to be a self-sacrificial type thing, like you said. But I, it's got like, it's got. I almost feel like it's got to complement his ego in some way, because that's another. That's the other side of his character. It's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I may not, you know, I I can do whatever I want. I'm the best. I'm a play, playboy billionaire, genius playboy billionaire philanthropist. But I can, you know, it it's You know what I mean? Like he's got to do something to live to to achieve both sides of his yeah. But personality what what like that.
0: is that? Is that like, you know. Having something that some explosive device that that he carries on him and he hugs Thanos until they both die. And then you're just like, "Whoa, that's that's the biggest thing. Or is this like something? I
4: think it would have to be that he steals another character's sacrifice. Mm. Like say Cap is going for it, right? Cap is like, all right, like there's this big emotional thing. Cap's like saying his goodbyes and he's like, I got to do this. I got to die. And Tony's just kind of standing there. And then Cap runs for it. And then oh, there's Tony. He, like, you know, him and his big ego, he had to take this death from me, but at the same time, he sacrificed himself to save us all. You know, like, that's that's how I feel like it would play out with Tony. Mm-hmm. But I, don't, I almost feel like he would only do that because he feels like he has to.
0: Well, I think what you do see in Tony, with all his flaws, he does answer the call. He always answers the call. And... Oh, like, of course. like with Cap, you feel like Cap can't not answer the call. He's genetically altered to answer the call, right? I mean, even though he had that heart in advance, he now has the body and the strength to, to go along with it. Like that he is basically programmed to answer the call. Whereas Tony wasn't. Tony had to get there. What? I feel
4: like Tony has like he can't not be Iron Man anymore. He likes the feeling of being like even in Infinity War when when they were talking about having a kid, she's like, "Well, you we shouldn't have done this," and he's like, "Oh, this? No, this is just like a precaution. This is just to protect us." Like, yeah. you cannot live without being Iron Man.
0: I think like, they're one and the it. same. Yeah, I think they're they're you don't have one without the other type of a
4: thing. Which is why if Tony survives, he cannot just go and have a family with Pepper. He could go have a family with Pepper and then go be- go to work the next day and build new toys for the new Avengers.
0: Right. Yeah.
4: That, that's more Iron Man. Yeah, that's, that's more like, you know, new retired Iron Man still doing his part, but on the sidelines. Right. And we saw a little bit of that in Civil War where he didn't want to get involved. He's like, I'm... What did, he, what did he refer to himself as? He was like... Uh, I'm benched. Yeah, ben- he's benched. He's, or he's like on the side. I forget what he said. But yeah. That's that's i feel like why it makes it but i i seriously i want i honestly think they might just all survive and just totally surprise everybody
0: gosh only now while i said that do i think it might be tony i really because i think tony, i think robert downey jr is willing to stay in a cameo role like 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 Tony as the, or Robert or Tony, whichever you want to call it, as the new cameo since Stan is gone.
2: Well, I heard that part of the reason with him was his price tag is so high that it's hard to fit him in places. That, well, that's
0: it, Marvel's
4: fault. It, <laughs> blows budget, it blows the budget <laughs> up.
0: Yeah, no, I get that. But gosh, I feel like he would, he'd take, like, I mean, it's it's Marvel's fault that his price tag is so high so i don't know yeah i don't know we'll we'll see if but if they if they sacrifice him in a really good hero's death kind of way like one where you just feel like that sacrifice was worthy of everything tony went through then if he dies i walk away from it as a japanese i'm fine
2: well i didn't read any leaks because i didn't want to hear anything but i did yeah. talk to some critic friends that saw it on tuesday mm-hmm. and the only thing i can say is one there is no bathroom break so for everybody listening, don't go buy the giant soda before you go in. There is no right. point where you can.
0: <laughs> we there's no
2: really? one minute or two. Basically, what he one of my friends told me is there is no two minute section where you can go to the bathroom and come back and not miss something that's important. Okay. So, don't do that. And then the second thing he told me was there's a scene in the film that's it's gonna make that the whole theater's crying. So. Something happens, which we all know something's going to happen.
0: Yeah, it has uh,
2: to. But it's something that's really, really emotional for people who've been watching all the films. Right. So I don't. We all figured something like that was going to happen, but you sure. just told me, "Yeah, that's that's there." So it's not really any spoils or anything. So that just tells me that like something happens with a character that we've been with since the beginning. So that has to be, you know, Thor, Captain America, or Iron Man. Really, it really has to be. It really has either got to be Captain America or Iron Man, honestly.
0: Right. I agree with well, you. For people to, yeah. Yeah. I feel like the masses will find it more emotional that it's that it's Chris Evans, not Captain America necessarily, but that it's Chris Evans. Um, I personally would find a way more emotional pu- punch if it's Iron Man because it will close out the saga and he's the he's he's the one I care the most about between the two of them. What, who would you between all the right. two of them? Who who would who would be the greatest sacrifice for your, for y'all?
1: I think no. I think it is Iron Man. I think he's the one that like because I, I think this is kind of like the Iron Man saga overall. The all phases. I mean, mm-hmm. he's the first one that we know of. You know, because like how they went down. He's the first he's one where Batman. yeah, right, exactly. He's the one that that you know uh, Fury went and got and said, "Hey, bruh, I need your help." And he, he was, you know, reluctant or whatever, and then he came in, and di- and then this is his whole shit since that point.
0: He's the end credit in Hulk. Um, he comes right. in exactly. as the end credit there, exactly. so, like, he kind of... That's that's why I think that if he does survive and he maintains some sort of administrative and or CTO kind of role in the Avengers, whatever that ends up being going forward, I would be okay with it. But I would also be okay with his death, because... He, there would be a whole journey for him you know
2: right top to right.
0: bottom what about you brandon
2: so thematically it's iron man because this whole thing is about iron man it started with iron man each avengers movie focused on iron man except for infinity war and even infinity war the most personal moment that thanos has with anybody in the movie was talking to tony on titan right and when he's like i know who you are tony stark i've been following you for a long time like that's the most personal thanos gets with anybody because everything else is just him trying to get to his goal and that but that he took the time out to make it about tony right and so age of ultron was absolutely about tony and avengers one was about tony right and then the whole series started with tony so the whole thing is focused at the singular focus not the singular focus but the central focus is tony stark so I would imagine that that would most likely be the emotional linchpin in this film, but for me, personally, it would be Captain America, just because of how much the reverence I have for that character. Because Captain America, the character represents, like, the American ideals. So, like, not to get too into that, whatever, but, like, when the, the when the country was found, obviously, the four the forefathers were f- flawed people completely, mm-hmm. and fucked up people. But their ideas or their ideals were kind of revolutionary for the time. Right. And so the idea that all men are created equal, even though that's not what they did, but, like, the idea right. that all men and women are created equal, the idea of separation of churches. Like, I, the ideals of America is what, like, you know, the, the cliche of what politicians say is what we always strive for or whatever. But Captain mm-hmm. America is the embodiment of that, like, his character. Is that, like, he's that guy. Right. And so... And the way Chris Evans portrayed him in the movies furthers that, like, because even in the comic books at times, like, like the whole Secret Empire, like the whole thing with Sam Wilson and Cap and Steve Rogers is interesting because when Sam took over the Shield, they, he, people would get mad at him because he was he would like go to the border, and like they would have like these white people in Arizona that would like go to the border and try to like stop uh mexicans from across the border immigrants right. from crossing the border and sam would go and like beat them up and then he would go it was like this it was like this uh, military police force uh called the americops and sam would like <laughs> go and like stop the americops <laughs> like yeah it, it, it went there it's really good and so at one point he's talking to steve in the comic books and he's like and steve's and it's like yeah i kind of stayed out of that stuff because i had to be neutral as captain america And then Sam was basically like, well, you can't be Captain America and you stay out of these things that, you know, hurt Americans. He's like, so he's like, even he's like, I know you don't support these things, but the fact that you stayed out of these things made you complicit with these things. Like, even in the comic books at times, they played up like him still being, you know, a blonde, blue eyed, white guy. Right. But in the movies, he's not that character. Like, he's the guy that cares about everyone. So to see something happen to him in that way, it it would be kind of point of justice for him to sacrifice for the greater good cuz he's already talked about doing that before. Yeah. Like yeah. even since Captain America first Avenger, like that was the whole thing of him crashing in that plane was right. right. no, I'm going to take the sacrifice to save everybody else.
0: I mean even even before he gets the the serum, he jumps on what he believes is a live grenade, you know. Li- he mm-hmm. he's he's always been the guy who is going to who who's going to answer the call. Like that's just who he is so I do think that that would be a bigger emotional punch for more people but I want to I feel like I feel like if people realize if they've been paying attention that Iron Man is you know the main focus of the of the saga that it would be a more emotional punch if he dies Hmm? do you think they will take both of them
2: no I mean, I think it's possible, but I don't think so. I don't think they want people to leave sad, you know. I think they want to want people to leave satisfied. Like, okay, that's wrapped up. But I don't think they, if you saw Captain America and Iron Man die, I think people would leave sad. And I don't think they want people leaving sad. That that emotion. Right. So I don't think that's going to happen. Because I think that would be kind of poetic, but I just don't think that's the emotion they want people to leave the theater with.
1: Right. right, they they want they want the emotions during the movie. They want it, but mm-hmm. they they do, essentially want you to leave on a, on a note of that that was amazing. Not like, fuck, dude, now we lost both of the the big dudes. You but, know,
0: I mean, I think the way you lose both the big dudes is they have to have really really satisfying death, like a warrior's death. I think what, like the last Jedi failed in is that Luke's death was not satisfying Mm -hmm. you know it was not a
2: he just faded away
0: he just faded (laughs) away and and you know yoda got that chance we've seen that we don't necessarily we haven't been around with luke throughout the you know throughout all this time to understand if he deserved a fade out or a warrior's death and it felt it felt in the moment like he should have had a warrior's death Mm -hmm. if 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 Iron Man, basically Iron Man has to be the opposite that he was in the very beginning to have a full, you know, a full arc. And while he has been proving himself over and over again, he's also been fucking up. And then he learns and he proves himself, he fucks up, learns, proves himself, fuck up. And this would be the ultimate thing of it is me or all of I want to say humanity meaning every all the people including other planets and shit like that you know me or all of humanity i'm gonna go ahead and and go for all of humanity i think that would be the more poetic mcu wise chris evans though i think you're right i think he has embodied the character in a way that is you know pro everybody america not just a particular type of america and
2: honestly the way he portrays himself outside outside of of it
0: right like it's into it that he and that he's even you know even that marvel has backed him up and has been like yeah they're okay with me doing that you know when people are telling him to stay in his lane he's like well marvel's cool with it (laughs) so you know so i think that would be appreciative but if they both go cap needs a similar type of thing you know like because even if let's let's say all the funding dried out of marvel after first avenger if 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 he had ended by dipping his plane into the ocean and we didn't have the end caps that we had or anything, or, you know, the scene of him running through, you know, New York all those years later, it would have been satisfying, because he mm-hmm. that would have been a whole arc for him if we were only ever going to get one movie. So he would need something like that to, it has to be, it like, it basically does. It has to be me or all of humanity for both of them, I think, whichever one it ends up being.
2: But, I
1: agree. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely agree. But now who would be third on the list if you had to if there was because we already know that those two have the gravitas to, mm-hmm. to pull off the the death but who would who do you think would could die and nobody I mean and, and people would be like damn but then okay with
2: everyone else
0: everyone else everyone. yeah you can it, you it doesn't can, really matter right? you can literally kill all of them and leave a cap and Iron Man alive and people would be like yeah that's how it should be <laughs> I think I think that's how people would. Yeah, be. I mean
2: I think Chris Hemsworth People don't want to go, uh, so I, I don't think people would be. I think actually, I think I don't even think that would be an emotional death as to like. I think people would be upset because they haven't built up Thor to be the person to die, and right. people legitimately like like that character. Like, like his movies are. Like, Thor Ragnarok was so enjoyable.
0: Right. People
2: just his his comedy com- 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 comedy
0: his timing.
2: comedic relief in these films. Has been has made him this like light in this care in this film series.
0: What I think p- what people like about Thor is that he is you know he's a god but he's not really a god. He's just an alien who has all these powers who long time ago humans miscalculated uh, what he was <laughs> you know and so but be- because we have that idea in our mind that he is a god, we're not expecting him to die, uh, you know really you know not a real death kind of a thing so it's just kind of like what could be a death right now because he's a learning he's like a weird kind of character he's like a learning character he's right. he, he loses everything and every time he loses something he learns but he keeps going he's an energizer bunny he's always gonna keep going and so f- to him to just stop it, it i think that would be more unsettling not in a way that everybody's sad that he's dead it's just more of like but he's thor though you know like you can't kill him, really. Even though they can die, you know. I don't know how mm-hmm. to say it any better right, right, right. than that. But I think that's no, what that people sense. like of him.
2: Do you expect to see the Hulk, Vision, like the actual I, Hulk?
1: I, I think they're going to make him Professor Hulk, oh, where I like he, that. where he's. I, I mean, where he's. You know, he is actually Hulk, but he's able to, you know put the, you know, be the brains and the and the brawn at the same time mm-hmm. um, and I know, I mean I was looking at what, you know, there's lists of how, because I'm going with my, my two daughters, so I'm trying to figure out like when they can go to the bathroom when, you know, so I was looking at a list of, of, of certain things of when to go to the bathroom during the you know, during the movie and one of them was like, there's a scene where where they're eating lunch and the Hulk is eating lunch and I'm like is he just chilling as the Hulk eating lunch? <laughs> Are they just like, calling that... him
0: the Hulk, but they mean Ruffalo? Yeah, like,
1: right. Like, I I, I mean, is Hulk just smashing turkeys or something? I mean, like, is he just, I don't understand what, what that means, you know?
2: Professor Hulk is, like, the best thing ever. I would love to see that.
0: Yeah, I think that would be cool. I, I, I wonder if it's too big of an ad, because uh, I was on that tip for a really long time. I wonder if it's too big of an ad for this movie, since they're going to cram three and a half hour well i think it's coming in at three and a half hours with the uh trailers and stuff because you're gonna get hawkeye turned to ronin you might get <laughs> professor hulk or whatever you there might be a lot of weird shit like that i i wonder if well they said fit.
2: in ragnarok that like if you turn into the hulk again you may never turn back into bruce
0: yeah so he I guess turned it... back
2: into bruce because Thanos whooped his ass and so if he turns back into the hulk that might be you know the last time, you know, what they were talking about in Ragnarok. So, right, because of that,
0: it would be okay if they if they do that.
2: I would first, love to see yeah. him just being the like, you know, like Jennifer Walters, like Seahawk just walking around <laughs> as the right, Hulk, right, right, Hulk, right. That'd be hilarious, but it would also be. I mean, they're not making another Hulk single. I mean, solo yeah. film cause they don't have to because the rights are too complicated.
0: I feel like Ruffalo also might be a little bit exhausted.
2: Mm-hmm. It's weird
1: how he acts, right? He kind of he kind of gives off that 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 feeling.
0: And even after Infinity Wars, he says to Brolin, and Brolin says it on you know one of those sit down shows or whatever. He says that you know uh, Ruffalo's in all his painted dots, and he's got his uh, Hulk butt dummy that's attached to his his shoulders, and he looks over at Brolin, and he's like. I'm so fucking over this, <laughs> you know. Like, it's not the same. It's not the same kind of acting that that he probably wants to do. Sometimes, so he might be getting tired. And if they do allow it, that you know, he could voice or they could just still use his. Uh,
2: what they already have. Yeah, what they already
0: know. have. To... Oh
2: yeah, Ruffalo's like a stage actor, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I can imagine him. He wanted to do different things. Uh, so Charmaine, which of the. Insulary characters do you think is going to have the biggest role in the film like Ant-Man Nebula War Machine Rocket like which one of those people you think is going to be have the most important role or most screen time I've
0: been sitting on this one I've been trying to figure it out I think it's so weird that we have trailers that show us um, Nebula and Rocket on Earth with everybody I mean I know Rocket was there with Thor but I don't know I think it's strange I I would it would be really odd to me if it's one of them Ant-Man I think is going to be big. I don't want him to be, but I think he's going to be big just because of the the whole quantum realm thing. I was thinking that that was a tease at first, but I don't think it's a tease anymore. So, I guess yeah, I think I'm going to have to say that it's probably going to be Ant-Man as being the most significant, which will just suck.
2: You don't like Paul Rudd?
0: I like Paul Rudd. And I think as far I I, I what okay, my beef is that Ant-Man did not deserve two movies. Ant-Man deserved, you know, in the same way that like a Hawkeye is in several movies, but we don't give a shit about him, but he comes through in a pinch here and there. I feel like that's what Ant-Man should have been. But that's because I don't read Ant-Man and I don't read Doctor Strange. And so both of them seems stupid to me i'm mad though because i understand now that the quantum realm and dr strange's mirror realm are like connected but i didn't know that because i didn't read those books
2: so So, yeah in the books dr strange is like a really really important figure like he is on the illuminati like he's a really like really important like even like he's way more important in the books than they portrayed like they've kind of portrayed him recently in the movies but like in the books he's like super important to like because how everything works.
0: Even in the <laughs> I laugh about this every time but I don't care. Uh I play all of the Lego games because I I love them and yeah. the, the Marvel and the yeah. Avengers Lego games and the Batman games is awesome too, but the Marvel and Lego games are are great and um Doctor Strange is a pretty big you know, he's a useful character in almost every every aspect and and that's actually really my my exposure to both Ant-Man and Doctor Strange comes from those games and it's because of those games I started to even look into them at all I don't think Ant-Man deserves the two movies I think they should have figured out I I think Ant-Man and Wasp maybe should have been okay Ant-Man 1 I don't think is necessary I don't think it fits at all we didn't need it and only to introduce the the fucking quantum realm like I get that it's gonna have a use but I just don't care about it. I just like I like Paul Rudd I don't care about it I think anime. they
2: just wanted to find a character that they could do for com- comedic relief right like, purely comedic relief and people wouldn't get angry about because you know how people like I was arguing with them today on Twitter but like if you talk to like <laughs> the Zack Snyder DC stands they're all like you know the MCU, they play it for jokes. It's not serious. I like my I like my movies to have substance and be gritty oh, and blah 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 blah. So and oh uh, you can take this character, you can't make this character fun, like that type of thing. And so Ant Man's a character that no one really cares about. Like the, the biggest the biggest success with the Marvel to show you how good their movies are and how successful they've been is the fact that people care about Ant Man and the Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. No one no one cares care about, about them
0: in guys. comic books <laughs>
2: like you like no one cares about them and now people care about them like people care about Star-Lord people care about Rocket and Groot and I drag. will
0: say I always like Groot though I wasn't really familiar with the Guardians as a whole but when I was little I had something that was that had Groot on it and so yeah,
2: I it used to be like a horror comic back in the day like he when if you like when he started it, he was like those old horror comics that mm. they used to have. He was like a monster
1: mm. type
2: character. And then now he's, I am Groot, right? And so like the idea, like if you just took it in the vacuum, you say there's, there's a green guy with knives who talks in literally, there's a fucking raccoon, a talking raccoon, and a talking tree that can only say three words. <laughs> you would say, that is ridiculous. Why would anyone care about that? but people care about that because they it made was them care.
0: well written and it was well casted and even though Chris Pratt as a person has started to annoy me now at the time. Right. It was the perfect casting to make us care about those characters. And and I I still going back Guardians pretty fucking solid movie. Like Oh,
2: great movie. Really solid it. movie. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. what
0: like I've recently watched back almost all the movies. I I didn't rewatch um uh, Dark World because I don't have it, and uh, Iron Man Three, um, I didn't watch because you know I got Mandarin issues,
2: and uh, <laughs> and they didn't even do the Mandarin, and that's what I'm saying. Like yeah, it was so asshole. like
0: I need this is one area in which I really need Marvel to fix. Stop giving me white people playing Asians, and stop like stop trying to get away from the stereotypes of a a trash ass character from the 60s or 70s by putting a white person in it and saying oh he's just acting you know what i'm saying like come on let's not let's not
2: yeah the interesting thing about that is i i agree with you 100 i can see i can see their logic i don't agree with it but i can see their logic like it's not like it's not like they're out here trying to be trash like their logic is like with, For example, like the ancient one and Doctor Strange, right? Mm-hmm. Their logic is this is a racist ass character, like
0: yeah, so we're a gonna full try full
2: on to... mustache, like everything, the like, Fu Manchu thing, on... yeah, the whole thing, and they're like, but we can't... we can't tell the Doctor Strange because of how fucked up this right. shit was. We can't tell the Doctor Strange, sto- but we can't tell the Doctor Strange story without. without significantly changing his story without the ancient one, so. If we have to do the Ancient One, I wouldn't just put a white woman there. You so know what would
0: have made man. more sense? And I get why they chose someone, <laughs> a white woman like Tilda because she's androgynous and she can kind of yeah. do all these. I get it because she's great in Orlando when she jumps between being a male or a female and stuff like that. I understand why they chose her. What I would have preferred they did to try to separate from the racistness of that character is that every time you saw the Ancient One, it manifested differently in the same way that kind of the like supreme intelligence marvel. does a little bit. Right, um, right. And I wasn't even like a really aware that that was a thing, but it, it, if not manifesting different because of, you know, you're the person I respected that that's why I see you this way. But just like sometimes the ancient one is a fucking blue glowing dot. And sometimes the ancient one is a person. And sometimes the ancient one is an elephant. You know what I'm saying? Like something yeah. that would make it seem Outside of humanity, maybe.
1: And that's how it's the ancient one because it has over time just been there.
0: Yeah.
2: Yes. Is what you saying? Okay.
0: Yeah. Gotcha.
2: So like the good thing about Marvel is that they acknowledge these issues and they listen to their fans, right? Mm-hmm. So like the director of Doctor Strange is like, yeah, we fucked up on that one. <laughs> And he was basically like, we we weren't intending to, which I believe they weren't. Like, I don't believe they were. Like, you know, what we're gonna do, we're gonna erase this Asian character. Like, I right. don't. That was I don't think that was their thought process behind it. But basically, he ended up saying like, if we could do it over again, we would try to reimagine the Ancient One as an Asian. But that the Ancient One had, he said something like, but that the Ancient One has evolved over time, right? right? So like because. It's hard, like maybe, and uh, you can probably speak this better than me, Charmaine, But like, it would be hard for them to tell the story of an ancient Asian person right. from thousands of years ago that does magic without hitting stereotypes. I,
0: I I do agree to a certain extent. I think I think you can embody the Asianness of the character, the ancient Asian Asianness of the character, without going full on Fu Manchu type, I think you could, I think you can, um, but you could do this old, old Asian that is just beyond. Like, I think you can do even martial arts without a whole lot of Asian stereotypes. I think it's possible. I just don't know. You could
2: do it like Thor Thor is 1500 years old, but he looks like Thor. That's basically what the director was saying. Like they should have, he was like, if we could do it over again, we would have just casted an Asian person that's, like, you know, 40 years old. Just
0: a regular-ass Asian, yeah. And just yeah. say,
2: like, with Magic, they still look like this. And over time, they've, you know, kept up with modern, modern shit. Modern they're exactly. Not just like that would have stereotypical would've... old age. You know. That, you know. Yeah. What I'm trying to say.
0: Yeah. That would have been better. Or like the idea of it kind of embodying all aspects of life and energy. That could have been cool too. It, you know, would have been funny if they put Jaimon in there, since Jaimon is like literally in every <laughs> His fucking name Marvel.
2: Is Digimon. <laughs>
0: yeah. You always call. He always calls him some bullshit. But but Jaimon is like literally in multiple Marvel movies. He's voiced characters like. He is all over Marvel, and I guess now DC too. But uh, yeah, that would have been funny
2: about Shang Chi. Hmm. Well, so okay, Shang Chi movie.
0: What I'm glad that they're doing a movie like that. I'm glad that it's going to be written and directed by an actual Chinese person. I do not know this character. The very first time I heard about this character was in the announcement, in the Marvel announcement. Um, I did. And the way I heard about it, it was someone who said, hey, Charmaine, you should be excited. There's a there's finally a Chinese character. And I was like, yeah, I'm Japanese. I'm not Chinese. Fuck you. Um, But like, I mean, you know, I'm here for all kinds of representation and I'm excited for Chinese kids that they're going to have a Chinese superhero, you know which is probably going to be played by a Korean or a half a Taiwanese because that's how Hollywood works. <laughs> I, think,
2: no, I think Marvel's going to pick a Chinese person because they don't want to deal with it because they went through it with Iron Fist.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The Iron Fist thing. I didn't yeah. want and I didn't watch Iron Fist and I did watch the defenders though. And he was of course a part of it, which was, I was really resistant to at first, but I did like the, I liked every aspect of the defenders besides him. So yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I I hope that they do a good job. I'm I'm excited that they're finally doing this kind of stuff. I'm looking forward also to seeing Miss Marvel and and whatever you know. Like I'm looking forward to seeing more brown people pop up in this universe. Yeah. You will. All right, everybody. It is getting really late for me. I am super tired. Uh, we just recorded this episode tonight, and it is Wednesday, the night before Avengers Endgame opens. So I've been editing all night, and now it's. Past my bedtime. I got to get up for work tomorrow, and then I'm leaving work early so I can go to Avengers Endgame. So I'm gonna go ahead and call this Endgame Theories Part 2A. I'll put this episode out tonight, and you will have it for Thursday, April 25th, Avengers Endgame Day. And then I will do Part 2B tomorrow if i have time after the movie but i you know i might be too excited i'll definitely release it by the weekend so that you can get the full scope of what we talked about with brandon from wiseville series and comic book history i still have a few more clips to drop from my kasun and regular scott and we get into a bunch of other things on this second half of the recording we did tonight so come back with us over the weekend i'll drop Part 2B for y'all because it's hella late and I'm hella sleepy. Ah, I'm just so excited too. I hope I can sleep tonight because I'm super tired. But yes, tomorrow is Avengers Day and I'm happy. And yep, yeah, that's it. Okay, bye.
3: Mommy made me mash my Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs>
0: Blurred Comics is a Main Hustle Media podcast, co-hosted by Mixed Girl Maine and Blurred Vision. Produced and edited by Charmaine Johnson. If you like our show, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Maine Hustle Media Turn your side hustle into your main hustle.